Welcome to Chew the Bible. It's your good friend, A.A. Ron. Hope everyone is doing well. Get ready to make this oatmeal. Then I realized I don't have any clean bowls. Well, I have these plastic bowls, which you're really not supposed to use for the microwave. But, oh well, here we go. <laughs> oh man, I don't feel like, I literally have two bowls here that need to just get washed. Where's my third bowl? I lost the bowl. It's probably in the car somewhere. Oh, well. Drawing it. Oh, I know where it is. I put it in the refrigerator. Yeah, I have this bad habit lately of making oatmeal. But then I run out of time to like eat it because I'm rushing out the door. So anyway, yeah, there's a bowl of just cold oatmeal just sitting in my fridge. Oh, well, here we go. Ah, uh, man, hope everyone is doing well. Welcome back to Chew the Bible. If I haven't said it already, it's your good friend, Aaron. Uh, it is 4.32 in the evening on this lovely, what is today, y'all? Today is, this is the day the Lord has made. We can't even really rejoice and be glad in it. It's a rainy 49 degrees here in Kansas City, Missouri. Some people call it misery. On this Friday, the 15th. Friday, the 15th, not the 13th. Friday, the 15th. I wonder if there's anything special about Friday, the 15th, like... Is that like a thing? Has anyone turned Friday the 15th into a thing? I bet if I Googled Friday the 15th, there's probably something out there. Anyway, it's Friday the 15th, and here we are on Exodus 27, y'all. Exodus. Exodus 27. Movement of the people. All right, so what's going on? Um... Some of y'all can probably tell. I probably already sound like this all the time. Anyway, my voice is already a little stuffy. Yeah. Um, in general, I feel like I deal with congestion stuff. Anyway, um, um, woke up this morning. My throat was a little sketch, sketch, sketchy, skit, sketchy. No, scratchy. Ooh. Um. And then, so yeah, and I did not feel like going to the chiropractor appointment, so I canceled that. I feel bad because it's the second time I canceled. I don't even care. I'm almost done. I I barely even do anything when I'm in there. I'm like, they they put me onto these vibrating things, and then he cracks my back and my neck, and then it's keeping moving. The other chiropractor I went to years ago, a few years ago, when I had my accident in North Carolina, I felt like he did a lot more. But hey, um, he's still a good guy. Um, there was like at least two other steps and things they had me doing for rehab. Like they put like hot and cold packs on me and they would have me like hold my neck up on this thing that like holds your, I don't know, this like sling thing on the wall. But yeah, this dude, literally all they do is put these vibrating things on my back and then he like, 
has me on my back. He cracks a few things and he has me going on my side, cracks a few things, left side, cracks a few things on my, and then, yeah, flip over, cracks in my neck, and then boom, I'm out. <laughs> Ask me some questions about how my insurance claim is going, are the repairs of my car, and then I'm out of there. <laughs> 15 minutes. Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Or anyway. All right, so. What else is going on? Uh, I have this. You know how like you can meet somebody and you like, hmm, like a lady, and you're just like, hmm. I I I really I gotta pray for me because I really think I'm gonna end up with an older woman at some point. It's about just picking the right one now. And when y'all see me with my older lady, don't be making fun of me. I just get along better with. I don't really, it's weird. Like women my age or younger, they feel like, I don't know, they feel like, I feel like I'm talking to like a teenager sometimes. Like, and it's not, it's weird. It's like a, uh, yeah, I've had people call say I've had an old soul. In fact, my nickname in high school was old school. And one of my many nicknames, other than Christmas and Fancy Yancy, Spider. Um, hold on one second. I gotta open this applesauce. Is this even? Yeah. One second. Pour, pour, pour. Mix, mix, mix. Alright. So. Anyway, I had, I don't know, uh, what is my thing about older women? I think, I think the key though is, I think when I married my ex-wife, I didn't go old enough. I should have got somebody like five years or more older than me, like really, like probably like a decade. I get them. <laughs> I think it's mama issues. I was just telling, so I had this, this sweet lady in my car. She's a realtor here in North Kansas City, right? And um, she has a cool name, too. Her, she has two boys, which are, which are, like, in their 20s. One of them is, like, 26. One of them's, like, 22 or 21. I don't know. One of them played basketball at Sherman State, where I went to school. And then the other one, well, I went there my first two years. And the other one currently plays at Creighton. Anyway, we had a great combo. I don't know. I like, I was just like instantly like smitten with this lady. She's a widow. And um, something about her personality was very, even though she's old, was she has to be at least in her 50s, I want to say. Somewhere in there, early 50s, late, probably early 50s. Um, she's very, like, great attitude, like, great outlook on life. I don't know. And so, we had a great combo. And, like, what was I saying? Oh, 
I don't know, we had we had a good convo. That like there's some people that she knows that I I've learned I know too. I don't like know them, know them, but it's just say when you do Raybu a lot, like you meet a lot of people, you hear a lot of conversations and like a lot of names just become like common to you. They're not like I just even though if I don't know the person, I like know of them. And so this is a particular lady who runs this Keller Williams office that's right across the street from where I live. About two years ago, I did a door dash to this one guy. And we had like a whole like 30 minute conversation. He was like, yeah, you need to get into real estate. You should really do it. Blah, 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 blah. Keller Williams is awesome. We have great training, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, this lady, same thing, was hyping it all up. I was like, you know what? I think I am going to go ahead and at least check it out. So we'll see. y'all stay tuned on that. Um, in other news, uh, your boy is still single. It's cuffing season. I am. I. I feel like I'm getting closer and closer to being ready to mingle, even though it's crazy. I just literally read Jeremiah 16 or saying, um, telling Jeremiah not to marry. I think it's Jeremiah 16, telling him not to marry or have children in Babylon. And I told that to my counselor. And he was like, I wouldn't. He, he asked me what I would interpret that to mean. And I was like, hmm. He was like, I would interpret that to mean like, wait till you're out of your Babylon season before you get married. And yes, by logic, in 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 my earthly logical five senses on paper, yeah, everything is set up to where it's like, no, Aaron, it wouldn't be smart to get married, but. I've been hearing all these messages about faith. Even when I went to that Hispanic church, I love how in, in Spanish faith is F-E, it's, it's shortened, it's faith. Gotta have faith. And the whole sermon was like, don't lose your faith. How do they, how do they say that? Let's see, I got my notes. I so happen to have my notes right here, y'all. Right here. From Wednesday night. Flipping, keep flipping, keep flipping, flip back. Yes, Pastora Nuris Alvarez. Don't lose your faith. No pierdes tu fe. No pierdas tu fe. Don't lose your faith. That was the title of her message. And I keep hearing a lot of things about faith lately. Anyway, and so, as we know, we focus not on what is seen, but what is unseen. Because what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. It's, it's living and believing and thinking and talking as though things that haven't happened yet as though they've happened. And 
fortunately, we live in a world where the whole name it, claim it movement is kind of tainted. The Christians understanding the faith in their, a lot of our, at least me, I'll just speak for myself. I can't speak for all you other Christians out here, but when you start talking like that, people start looking at you like you're crazy. And at the end of the day, you met dude Michael Todd. Then he wrote a whole book called Crazy Faith. Um, on paper, your boy got a hundred thousand dollars in student loans between undergrad and grad school. Your boy should be a doctor with that many student loans or something. Uh, a lawyer, doctor, but I'm not. Uh, just have a master's in finance, undergrad, poli sci. And I could, most of the jobs out here I could get right now don't even like require a degree. Or like to do them doesn't require the degrees that I have. Um, the degrees that show that I'm competent and can start something and finish it. That's it. That's all a degree really says. Um, what else? Um, so I got over $100,000 in student loans. I got... My credit score is jacked. It was in the low 600s. And then I got the bright idea to put my child support, a good chunk of it, some of the payments on credit cards. And boom, thinking I'm going to pay them back. Nah, just just balances high. Just racking up debt. I mean, just racking up interest. I'm able to eventually, eventually it's going to all get paid off. Um, I got some old collections that are due to fall off. That will help my score. If I need to write these letters to tell them, like, hey, this debt is past the statute of limitations. Please delete. Um, so, yeah, student loans, collections, low credit score. Um, what else? Yeah, still owe, like, 15 grand in back child support. Car is all jacked up, <laughs> front and back. Still waiting to hear back on when I can have it taken in. I'm gonna. I need to message my lawyer um, on Monday and be like, "Hey, all right, what's going on? Like, when can I at least get this thing? I need to let them know I'm not gonna trade it in." Well, part of me's like, "Wait insanely," because there is a part of me that's tempted to go ahead and just trade it in. What else, y'all? Um, somehow figure out a way to get it traded in. Some sucker out here will make a deal. Uh, but most likely, I'm not trading in. It's going to just get repaired. Whenever that is. And then... um. He's like, why did I hire a lawyer? Anyway, all right. Forget that. I'm not going to talk about that. So on paper, I don't look like a good... And then there's still emotional stuff I deal with. Like, yeah. Back to what I was going to say is like, I probably got some mama issues. Like, where I don't... 
I love my mom. I just don't have the closest relationship with him. Well, I mean, not him, her. <laughs> my, my problem is my y'all. My mom is not a he. She's definitely all woman. But, um, yeah. Where am I going with this? What am I going to say? What am I trying to say, y'all? Uh, yeah. On paper. I don't even really know what I really want in a wife. It's like, I kind of have an idea, but I don't even know if I'm even ready for mentally, emotionally, all the things that come with being in a long-term committed marriage where you can't just run. Like once you're in it, like, I mean, you can, and then that's a whole nother set of like issues and paperwork and don't let you have children with that person. Like then I got child support with another woman. And my mom always said, have all your children with one woman. So that's another perk of or incentive for having like marrying somebody older than me. Most likely they are past childbearing age and they most likely might have their tubes tied. Which I was just talking to my one buddy, Mr. G, <laughs> talking to him about tubal ligation and what that I feel like does to women and what it I think the side effects that were impacting negatively impacting my marriage from that. But anyway, that's enough. Heavenly Father, thank you for this word. Thank you for Exodus 27. Ah, Lord, pray against all these symptoms and I'm dealing with uh, this cold that's trying to attack my body. Break it off in the name of Jesus. Thank you for your healing. I pray, God, for anybody else who might be dealing with a cold or symptoms. Just pray for their healing as well. Um, Pray that you continue to lead us, guide us, order our steps. Pray uh, as we read this word that it would draw us closer to you. And help us to better understand, Lord, who you are and to know you intimately, not just about you. In Jesus' mighty, precious name. And I pray for this. Anybody out there that's in a similar boat to me, like on paper, they're not ready for marriage. Oh, there's all these like doubts that want to say, you're not ready for marriage. Like You got this, you got this, you got this. Nobody want to marry you anyway because you got this, 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 this flaw, that flaw physically or financially, whatever personality wise and it's like but at the same time there's this other part of me by faith that's like yeah I could I really like to be married and your word says it's better <laughs> to marry than to burn with lust and lately I've been burning with lust Lord and I don't want to just get married just for the sake of quenching that thirst because then there's a whole other set of issues that come with that but Lord you know what we have need of before we even ask. You know the specific spouse that's out there for us, for us singles out here. And uh, God, we just give our singleness to you. Help us to enjoy it however long it lasts. Help us to be grateful. Help us to really uh, walk in integrity, walk in purity. And um, we pray against any shame or any... Um, Anxiety that comes with me and single, the feelings of loneliness that want to come help us to always remember that we might be alone, but we're not. We might feel lonely, 
but we're not alone. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. <laughs> Amen. All right. That was a long introduction, but here we are. Exodus 27, KJV. And thou shalt make an altar of shittim wood, five cubits long and five cubits broad. Oh, one other note. Finally, guys, I figured out um, how to upload through this app that I'm using, Amuse. Um, I officially got the first Chew the Bible recording up. So it's Psalm. It's a long title. Um, but if you look up like Chew the Bible, Psalm 1 with background music, it should pop up on all streaming platforms. Help your boy out every time you listen to it. I get like a fraction of a cent and hopefully it blesses you. Um, it's in the KJV version that we don't have to deal with any issues with copyright and all that lawsuits. KJV. Um, yeah, check it out. Check it out, check it out, check it out. And, then, and as time goes on, I'll be uploading. Going forward, it'll probably just be like, you can look it up by Chew the Bible. And then Psalm, I'll just do like Psalm 2, Psalm 3, Psalm 4. The, the titles will just be, the title of the track would just be Psalm 1. Like, yeah, the title of, of the tracks would just be, um, the titles of the tracks will just be, um, I don't know. I might come up with something creative so it's easy to find. It'll probably be like Psalm 1 CTB. That way, um, it'll be easy for people to find. It's true the Bible, T CTB. Or I might do CTB Psalm 1. And then, like, yeah, everybody, like Genesis 1, Genesis 2, Genesis 3, Genesis 4. But yeah, I'm going to be reading. Um, I'm going to start out with the Psalms because those are easy. Psalms and Proverbs, <laughs> Genesis and Exodus, Leviticus. Those are going to be more challenging because of the names in there. So I'll probably just do like Psalm, Proverbs, and then the New Testament. And then eventually go through and do the, the whole Old Testament. on, And you'll be able to download it. It'll have background music. You'll be able to listen to the entire Bible on those streaming platforms um, with my voice. Hopefully not all stuffy like this. Um, all right. Hold on a second, y'all. <clears throat> I need some water. I'll give you water when you're thirsty. I'm getting a real late start today, y'all, on the Raybu stuff. But hey, the aim of the game is just getting out there. And ideally, it's better to wait till prime time. And thou shalt make an altar of shittim wood, five cubits long, five cubits broad. The altar shall be four square, and the height thereof shall be three cubits. And thou shalt make the horns of it upon the four corners thereof. His horn shall be of the same. Thou shalt overlay it with brass, and thou shalt make his pans to receive his ashes. Hold on a second. I'm going to make some tea. No way. By the time I'm done recording this, it'll be all nice and perfectly 
tempered. Some yalai. Why does Negro um do all this before he podcasts? Good question. Kind of adds a adds to the ambiance of the pie. Like, I mean, where what are the podcasts you gonna listen to where dude is just like making tea in the middle of it? <clears throat> All right, ooh, I got some soothing honey mucinex insta sore throat. Hey, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. All right, I need something that's not going to make me sleepy. I will do this green tea with lemon and ginseng. when y'all listen to the recordings of me reading the Bible on those uh, same platforms where you get your music. Um, it won't be like this. It'll just be Bible and music instrumentals. Who gets the honey, honey? I think I'm gonna, I should probably add a little bit of sugar too, but no, it's not. We'll just do honey. We'll be good. Get sugar from plenty of other sources. Can't nobody take my pride. Uh-uh. Can't nobody hold me down. Oh no. We got to keep on moving. All right, let's go. Uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Can't stop. Won't stop. All right. And thou shalt make an altar of shittim wood five cubits long and five cubits broad. The altar shall be four square and the height thereof shall be three cubits. And thou shalt make the horns of it upon the four corners thereof. Does anybody else have the Homer Simpson monkeys like clanging in their head? His horn shall be the same, and thou shalt overlay it with brass, and thou shalt make his pans to receive his ashes, and his shovels, and his basins, and his flesh hooks, and his fire pans, all the vessels thereof. <laughs> thou shalt make a brass, sorry, Lord, and thou shalt make for it a great network of brass, and upon the net shalt thou make four brazen rings in the four corners thereof. Verse 5, and thou shalt put it, all right, how many verses is this? All right, only 21. Thank you, Jesus. All right. Um, and thou shalt put it under the compass of the altar beneath, that the net may be even to the midst of the altar. And thou shalt make staves for the altar, staves of shittim wood, and overlay them with brass. And the staves shall be put into the rings, and the staves shall be upon the two sides of the altar to bear it. Hollow with boards shalt thou make it, as it was showed thee in the mount, so shall they make it. And thou shalt make the court of the tabernacle for the south side, southward, south side, south side, southward. There shall be hangings for the court of fine twined linen of an hundred cubits long for one side. And the twenty pillars thereof and their twenty sockets shall be of brass. 
the hooks of the pillars and their fillets. Ooh, fillet. I think that's how you would say that. Fillets? I don't think it's fillets. Any lunch you spell fillet, like fillet o fish. I don't like fillet o fish, but like a fillet of catfish. Catfish fillets. Isn't it F I L L? Let's look, let's look, y'all. Or filet mignon. Ah. Oh. Yeah. Filet. F-I-L-L-E-T. What are fillet, fillets in the Bible? The rods by which the tops of the columns around the tabernacle court were joined together and from which the curtains were suspended. Ah. Or hashakum. The joinings. Hebrew is hashakum. Your Hebrew word for the day is hashakum, or joinings, or fillet. The rods by which the tops of the columns around the tabernacle court were joined together and from which the curtains were suspended. I think I'm going to call this recording fillet o fish just for clickbait purposes. And hopefully, McDowell's, I mean, McDonald's did not sue me. And if they do, it'll make a big headline. Then all of a sudden people will actually listen to my podcast without me having to promote it. All right. Verse 10. Where was I, y'all? We're, we're talking about fillets. Got me thinking about catfish fillets or filet mignon. Oh, man, I should have taken this tea out. It's a little too hot, man. Ain't got to cool it now. Got to slow it down. Ooh, watch out. I'm going to put this in the fridge, y'all. So I'm ready to drink this. time we at y'all all right 30 minutes let's try to keep this under 40 all right let's go we can do it oh man it's hilarious when we went to that hispanic church me and my buddy uh mr g um uh <laughs> there was this dude in the back he was like the pastor's hype man and like just randomly he'd be like hey man <laughs> I mean, I mean, they say, I mean, I mean, you say, say, I mean, and he was saying, hallelujah, <laughs> every time he did it, it was so random, there was like no cadence to it, it was like, so sporadic, it would make me, me, me and Mr. G jump, so then I was like, it made me think of that dude from, um, from Waterboy, he's like, you can do it. <laughs> you can do it. And that's what he reminds. <laughs> oh Lord. Anyway, where was that? What was I even? Why did I even bring that up? All right, verse ten and the twenty is. I don't know. Y'all know why I brought that up. All right, and the twenty pillars thereof and their. 20 brass or 20 sockets shall be of brass the hooks of the pillars and their fillets shall be of silver 
And likewise, for the north side in length, there shall be hangings of an hundred cubits long and his 20 pillars and their 20 sockets of brass, the hooks of the, of the pillars and their fillets of silver. And for the breadth of the court on the west side, the west side shall be hangings of 50 cubits, their pillars 10 and their sockets 10. And the breadth of the court on the east side eastward shall be 50 cubits. The hangings on one side of the gate shall be 15 cubits, their pillars three and their sockets three. And on the other side shall be hangings 15 cubits, their pillars three and their sockets three. And for the gate of the court shall be on an hanging of 20 cubits of blue and purple and scarlet and fine twine linen wrought with needlework. And their pillars shall be four and their sockets four. And the pillars round about the court shall be filleted or filleted <laughs> I like sometimes I like just butchering the English language on purpose so even though I believe this word is filleted I'd rather just butcher it the King's English and just and sound dumb to people like on purpose like I kind of like doing that just on purpose filleted it's funny when like a pastor does it in church when they like say a word wrong repeatedly and I like I catch it and I'm sure there's other people who catch it like especially those people that like those hardcore grammarists and I just want to be like I wish I could like get inside their head or like sit next to them or talk to them after church and be like how much did that bother you when they kept saying that word wrong I'm trying to think that happened I'm trying to think of what word like a lot of times I've heard pastors like get their tenses wrong um, I'm think of a word. I can't think of it right now. I, I, my brain is just not going. I got. Let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Um, we went. Ah, oh, I can't think of it. Like they'll get their tenses wrong, like past tense, future tense, and they'll use the like the word. They'll make a word that's not a word because the tense is wrong. I can't think of it right now. My brain just, I, I, I know it when I hear it. I have to go back and listen to some sermons. And it's it's just funny. Mainly because I and my ex-wife, she, we were both English majors, but she was more of a hardcore English major. And yeah, like words, like when I would say library wrong, she would get upset like library. Like I would say library. Uh, but what was, there were some other words I would like say. And, and, and. Once again, I'm not thinking straight right now. Let's just keep going, y'all. It will just pop into me randomly. All right, verse 17. All the pillars round about the court shall be filleted (laughs) or filleted with silver, and their hooks shall be of silver, and their sockets of brass. The length of the court shall be in hundred. Oh, that's another one. Words that have like a vowel. I believe it also applies to words like this where the second letter is a vowel. You're supposed to use an instead of a. Um, so I need some more honey or sugar or something, y'all. Give me some sugar. The tip of my tongue is gonna be all like numb now. Hold on a second, y'all. Let's just finish this and then we'll add sugar to the tea. It'll cool down by then. All right. All the pillars round about the court shall be filleted. 
filleted with silver. Their hooks shall be of silver and their sockets of brass. The length of the cord shall be 100 cubits and the breadth 50 everywhere. And the, the height, five cubits of fine twined linen and their sockets of brass. All the vessels of the tabernacle and all the service thereof and all the pins thereof and all the pins of the court shall be of brass. And thou shalt command the children of Israel that they bring the pure oil olive beaten for the light to cause the lamp to burn always. And the tabernacle of the congregation without the veil, which is before the testimony, Aaron, hey, Aaron, and his sons shall order it from evening to morning before the Lord. It shall be a statute for ever unto the generations on the behalf of the children of Israel. I just thought of some other words. <laughs> some people say statue. It's not statute. It's two different words. Uh, what was the other one? That away. Uh, instead of that way. I think my mom says that away. Uh, like her dad, my uh, Katie's dad, um, Mickey, he struggles with saying wash. He says wash. Or like you say Washington, he can't say Washington. He says Washington. Um, what else? There's another one. One, one. Oh, she had this aunt. <laughs> he used to say, or and all the like. Her whole family would say it wrong. They would all say instead of tortilla, 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 because in Spanish it's a b c d a e. A, B, C, D, A, F, A, Hota, K, Anna. Anyway, H, I, yeah. Hota, E. A, B, C, D, A, F, A, Hota, H. Hota, E, K. Anyway, it's E. I is E. So it's Tortilla. Sophia. Um, Galleria. Uh, I don't know. What is another word that has... Yeah, yeah. Uh oh. <laughs> no, not that one. What's popping tonight? All right. Uh, uh, let's think of one other word that has the I E sound for educational purposes. Um, sopapilla. Yeah, there you go. Sopapilla. I'm making this too hard. Um, so tortilla. But her family would say her aunts in particular. Aunt B. Oh, no. What was her actual... Her name was Diane. <laughs> yeah, I'm calling you Aunt Diane. Y'all don't know who Aunt Diane is. Yeah. <clears throat> y'all don't even know who Katie is. Y'all know who Katie Kaboom is. Some of y'all. If y'all really... If I ever have family listen to this pod that actually knows me, like, you my kids, they're going to, like, laugh at this stuff. Because they're like, oh, I know who daddy's talking about. <laughs> Uh, all right. I try not to like put too many people on blast on here because then later on I'm going to have to give an account for every idle word said, not just to God, but to other folks at some point, probably. They're going to be like, what kind of Christian is he? That's not very Christian like. Um, that's why part of the reason why I kind of don't like talking, telling people about this podcast, because in a way it's like a little secret diary. Uh, all right. So, yes, you would say, Aunt Diane would say, tortilla, 
and she had like a bunch of the family saying it tortilla instead of tortilla. My dad, he would say Simon for some reason instead of Salmon or like the wrong way, the other wrong way. He wouldn't even say Salmon, which is another wrong way. And he really should be saying the word is Salmon, which once again, why is a word that's spelled S-A-L-M-O-N sound like Salmon? It makes it makes no sense. Why is there L there? Why isn't, why isn't Salmon spelled S-A-M-E-N? I don't know. So S-A-L-M-O-N, salmon, salmon is the word. See, now I'm saying it wrong. Salmon is the word. And my dad wouldn't even say salmon. He would say Simon. It was the weirdest thing growing up. I meant to ask him. I never. That's one question I never asked him. Like, Pop, why did you say Simon instead of, like, what in the spelling of this word makes you think it's S-I-O-M-N, like Simon Peter? <laughs> I love you, Dad. Miss you, man. God bless y'all. Thanks for listening. I'll holler at you later. Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned or missed the mark or veered off the path and fallen short of the glory of God or God's perfect standard. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of the cost of that sin is death or eternal separation from God. But the free gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Romans 5a says, but God demonstrated his love toward us or showed his love toward us in that while we were still yet sinners, Jesus Christ died for us. Romans 10 verse 9 through 10 says that if we will confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in our heart that God has raised him from the dead, we will not might be, not maybe, we will be saved. For with our hearts we believe we are now in right standing with God, and with our mouths we confess that we are now saved. Lastly, Romans 10 verse 13 says that whosoever, anybody, everybody, who calls upon the name of the Lord, they will be saved. So if you've never asked Jesus into your heart, or you've walked away from him, and you would like to rededicate your life to him, you can just simply say, Dear God, I know I'm a sinner. I know my sin deserves to be punished. I believe Jesus Christ is the Son of God who died for me and rose from the grave. I want to turn from my sin and trust Jesus Christ alone as my Savior. Thank you for the forgiveness and everlasting life I can now have through faith in Jesus. In Jesus' mighty, precious name I pray. Amen.